The following is a paid program and is meant for educational information only and is the sole opinion of today's sponsors. A full inspection of your situation is suggested before taking any action. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. And it is a call-in show, so would you please consider dialing sometime in the next hour or so, 919-860-9783. I'm Dave Alexander. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, our regular co-host. Hello, sir. How are you? Hello, Dave. I'm doing well today. How are you? Good. Excellent. I I, I got a fellow here who's going to talk me off my the ledge because I'm I'm about up to here with some work that's being done in my house because in studio is Derwin Manus of RoofWorks. Hello, sir. How are you? Good, Dave. How are you? I, I'm doing all right. I, you're the guy who's going to talk me off the ledge, but we're also going to talk with Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture. How are you doing, Stephen? Good. I, uh, I've i got a question for uh, Derwin. All right, I'm having siding put on my house. Now, I just had the roof put on my house. This is all insurance work. You, do you do insurance work at RoofWorks? We do. You do. Okay. I didn't know you back then. Otherwise, I would have had you done the roof. But here's the thing. The guys, siding guys went right along with this thing that looks like a scaffold, you know, big, tall thing. They're moving equipment up, and they're they're laying their, their uh, ladders down on it. First thing they did is pull up my brand-new roof. Mm. Is this standard procedure, gentlemen? For work being they and they hammered something into it. You don't understand what I'm saying. It's a big, tall thing, the size of my house. It's kind of like a scaffolding. I guess it's probably what it is. And they've lifted up my shingles and they've nailed it down. Hopefully, they nailed under the shingle, and they're going to go back and seal that. If they didn't, you may have a problem. Really? That's correct. Because I know they're under the shingles. Because the shingle is flipped up at a 45, 50 degree angle. It's it's pointing in the air, which it should be flat. That's right. Right. You think they're going to have to do something to seal it. Well, if they'll go back with some roofing cement, yeah. hopefully seal that shingle back down, you should be okay. Okay. But they, if they keep it up real high, it could break that shingle. Now, is the same roofing company that did the roof also no. doing the siding? No, oddly enough. Okay. And the and we have tried to involve, you know, I, I knew this project was going to happen, these two projects. I would have had RoofWorks out to do my roof if I had met you three weeks ago. Bad timing. It was very bad timing. But I got some, I got some good service from the company who did that. And then, of course, we tried to hire somebody who was involved in this radio show to do the siding. That didn't work out, although it looks like everything's going. How long have you been doing roofs? 27 years. 26, just you or you, how about your people working with you? Well, my company, uh, RoofWorks, yeah. we've been in business now 13 years. Yeah. And I've been in the roofing business 27 years. Yeah. So I've uh, been in it a long time and uh, – we're a full-service roofing company here in Raleigh. So um, when you say full-service, you're going to work on commercial structures also? That's correct. Residential, commercial, all types of roof, repair, maintenance, uh, anything you need done. Now, I have heard that there are roofing companies who will not repair. 
Repair. Have it, you heard that too? Yeah, repair is uh, something a lot of roofing companies shy, shy away from. Why is that? Well, uh, because when it's leaking, it's hard to find. Yeah. And that's something at RoofWorks we pride ourselves in. Uh, we're not afraid to go in and find your leak and fix that problem because you're usually angry when it's leaking. Yeah. And you want it stopped. And we're we're willing to do that. And it's all uh, employees in a RoofWorks truck, RoofWorks uniform. And that's something we, from the get-go, we've prided ourselves in, being but able to do repair. You don't just do roof repair and, and, and roof replacement. You guys also do ventilation and, and gutters and skylights, solar tubes. I mean, you have a, a pretty impressive list of, of things you guys special, uh, specialize in. Why don't you talk a little bit about the ventilation? Why is that important? Well, ventilation, when you're, especially when you're looking at roof replacement, we're going to evaluate your house, and we're going to say if you don't have adequate ventilation, we're going to give you the right ventilation or suggest the right ventilation for your house. Because sometimes it's not just the, uh, ad- I mean, it's not just uh, ridge vent, it's soffit vent. Yeah, you know, that's right. Because if you don't have the right intake, and intake, I'm using a roof term, but if you're at, at the eaves of the house, the yeah. edge of the house, you've got to have air coming in there. And you've got to have it going out at the peak of the roof. That is why when you are sitting on your porch and you look up at the edge of your roof, it is not a solid piece of metal or plastic. It's got holes in it. That's right. And and that's taken in air, runs all the way up to the top. And if you've got a, what, am I right, ridge vent? If you've got a ridge vent, then that's where the heat comes off. That's right. It's sort of like a, it's like a draw. It's a it draws in from the eave of the house, soffit of the house, and draws the air in, takes it out the ridge. And I always tell homeowners a good thing to do, if you can stand it this time of year, you probably can't, but yeah. get in your attic. If you look out at the edge of your, uh, toward the eaves of your home, yeah. you need to see daylight. That's right. If you don't see daylight, that means that you either do not have that ventilation or it's blocked. Uh, baffling. So the, uh, we've talked about that on the show before. If the yeah. insulation has fallen uh, over on top of the soffit ventilation, it will impede the airflow getting into the attic. And, and you got to realize the outside temperature is yeah. substantially cooler than it is in the attic. Yeah. So pulling air from outside through the attic and through the ridge vent is going to also help prolong the life expectancy of the roof itself. Oh, because what? The heat? The heat. Is going to degrade the material that is the roof? It can over time. I just had a roof put on. Uh, What should I? I haven't looked at the paperwork. What should I have? Should I have uh, 20 year, 25 years out of that roof? Well, you at least had on this day and age, you probably had uh, what the warranty will say is a lifetime shingle. Yeah. That's what they said. And. It's the lifetime of the shingle. That doesn't mean anything. No. If the shingle wears out, I mean, it's the lifetime of the shingle. They it, just shrug and say, no, it's out it, of the lifetime. And in theory, that warranty is a 50-year warranty on that shingle. Really? Yeah. And that's uh, that's what you – you probably had an architectural shingle. I did. Yeah. I did. It's fancy, fancy. And I didn't, I didn't want what we got put up, but my, <laughs> wife, my wife got what she wanted. Um, and it's a very fancy architectural um, look. And you, do you do insurance work? 
We do. You do. Yeah. I was happy that the insurance company and what contractor we hired, they worked it out easily. Is it? Do you find the insurance companies around here uh, go along with what you say? Most of the time they do. I mean, uh, what we do in an insurance situation is we're going to come out and we're always going to look at your roof or the homeowner's roof and we're going to say, uh, does it have damage? Right. Be it hail, wind, or in other case, you know, like if a tree has hit a roof or, or that kind of situation. But yeah. we're going we're gonna to evaluate it. And, you know, with our company, it's either it is or it isn't. You yeah, know, and and if it's got damage, we're going to uh, advise that homeowner to contact their insurance. We're yeah. willing to meet the adjuster for the insurance company out at the house and help any way we can to uh, with the home with the homeowner help any way we can to make the process as easy as possible. Yeah, and walk them through it. And at that point, most of the time, the insurance company, if it's legitimate, they they're very cooperative and they they. They're very agreeable in that situation. The um, The other person on today's show is Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture. I don't want you to think we've forgotten you, Stephen. Uh, we, you know, we get off on, on these tangents, especially I do. Um, Stephen, tell me about this offer that you will uh, come to some somebody's house or go out with somebody who's looking at buying a house. What is that? Uh, what is that service you offer? Sure. It's a basically for ninety five dollars. I will go and do a consult on your house, your existing house, or uh, a house that you're thinking of buying. Yeah. And before you make an offer on the house, so a home inspector looks at it after you're under contract to see if there are any issues with the house. Right. I look at it before you buy it. To make an evaluation, is this a good house or not? And for what you want to do, does it make sense? And the average buyer spends $80,000 on the house within the first year after they purchased it. Wow. Now, what are are some common issues that you, you run into where you would advise maybe a client to make some changes, or even run away from the property? What are what are some certain things you're looking for? Well, aside from the ones where you run away, it's got mold, it's got uh, water issues, things that can't be fixed, or that are just simply, simply problems. But beyond that, it's primarily, okay, we want to redo the master bath. How can you do that, and how much is it going to cost? We want to redo the kitchen. How can you do it, and how much is it going to cost? So before you buy a house, you really want to know how much your overall cost is going to be. And buying it, the purchase is just part of that. I was at a house this week where the house is quite reasonable. It was selling at what I considered a discount to... Uh, the value, the true value. But we outlined $400,000 worth of work on the house uh, before, you know, they would be satisfied with it. Wow. And what you have to do is look at the overall cost, not just, hey, I can buy this house, and it's a really good buy for this neighborhood. 
Yeah. <laughs> it may not be. And also, some houses, by the way, can't be fixed. Yeah, wh- what do you mean can't weekend, be fixed? But, uh, well, if a house is originally built, say it was built 50 years ago, yeah, and it's 2,000 square feet, and since then they've done a couple of additions on it, and now it's 3,500 square feet. Right. But the basic rooms are still that 2,000, the rooms you'd find in a 2,000 square foot house. Too small. And too small, uh, eight-foot ceilings are a problem these days. Yeah. And where people want higher ceilings, then you, it's very hard to fix that unless it's a ranch house. Right. The, so there are tricks that you can say, oh yeah, this is fixable. And this you can convert into the house that you build today or buy today. Yeah. But there are others that forget it. You're not. Right. You're not going to. He's Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture. And if you're you're interested in his service or or in what he does, go ahead to stephenclipparchitecture.com. Stephen spells his first name with a V, so Stephen Clip with two P's, but stephenclipparchitecture.com. We're also talking with Derwin Manus of roofworks.com or roofworks, and we'll talk more on making your home great on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk traffic and on saturday afternoons we're talking about stuff that has to do with your house making your home great stephen clip of stephen clip architecture is with us also derwin manus of roofworks and we are talking about sometimes my house my wife just called oh and i hung up on her oh <laughs> so not good is anybody who do we have that builds sheds <laughs> a he shed. You're going to need a he shed now. All right. So we were talking with Stephen about what he does. He, he comes into people's houses and gives them uh, good advice about a wave off. Uh, uh, don't buy it. Well, to right? a, well, to address Stephen's point, uh, you know, talk, we were talking about last week, for example. I, I went out and did an estimate for a customer who had a 1930s bungalow yeah. in Upper Durham. Yeah, the crawl space of that house had an original brick exterior wall facing. Okay, they had to come in and put steel I beams in to try to reinforce that wall. It's very difficult to do that work correctly. They're trying to reinforce what is there existing. And, you know, Stephen was mentioned, there's a lot of things that can't necessarily be fixed for the right money. And if you find yourself in one of those projects where all of a sudden something you thought that would be a couple of thousand dollars turns into $30,000, that's really what Stephen is trying to address. It Mm -hmm. sounds like he's trying to give you the guidance so you don't get caught with your wallet. I'm... You know, one day I'm going to buy another house. I want to make sure that it's got good bones. Stephen is the guy I'm going to turn to. Um, Well, the thing is that you, it's always a good idea to look at several houses. Yes. And part of it is evaluating, is this a good house? 
But the other part is evaluating of, say, these four houses, Mm -hmm. which is the best. Right. And generally, I mean, sometimes it's hard to figure out. I've found, a number of times I've found that, you know, you can, this becomes a great house. Yeah. When you just simply cut down half the bushes outside. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And oh, you're in my budget now. Yes, uh, <laughs> once you remove the kudzu, simple as that. Yeah, now uh, you're right. It can be as simple as, in some cases, you know, the major issue with this house can be fixed simply by taking out one wall. Yeah. So sometimes it's easy, and you know, especially when you look at say four houses or a couple of them, is you've got a a understanding of which is the best. Yeah, the simple house sense. is just simply, is this good or not? And how much is it going to cost me as opposed to, oh, of these four, right? this one has the least that you're going to do to it or, and has the biggest payback on the things that you do do. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, Derwin, I'd like to switch over to you and ask you a quick question here. So we, the last couple of weeks, we've seen a lot of rain here in the Metroplex, and I'm, I'm feeling a lot of phone calls at my office with customers that are getting large amounts of water underneath their house or issues with drainage around the outside of the property. In most cases, when I go out and, and view these properties, a lot of the time they're getting a lot of water under the crawl space. It's either due to poor gutters or no gutters at all. And I have customers ask me all the time, do you have a gutter guy that you trust? And there's not a whole lot of them out there, but it looks like you guys not only do gutters, you do a, a lot of different kinds of gutters from standard all the way to uh, – am, am I looking at this properly? Are these copper gutters? That, that is copper gutters. We do all types of gutters. Uh, you know, your standard gutters that most people on the normal house, you have seamless gutter, uh, seamless aluminum in 5-inch and 6-inch. And that is the, you know, I, I say the standard, that you're running it out. You don't have seams in it, so you don't have the opportunity for leaks. The only place you have the seams is at the joints where it turns a corner and you're putting it together. Uh, and then you have half-round gutters, which are, you see those with, a lot of times with cedar shake roofs or we put them on, on slate roofs, sometimes on tile roofs. Uh, you also see we can run copper gutters uh, in seamless, and that's a real nice look. Uh, and like a six-inch seamless copper gutter really adds a lot to a house. You put on a new roof and you put on a copper gutter uh, in seamless. That's a nice look. You you only have to solder that at the miters. Does it but does it well? It's difficult to oh. uh, put a, a leaf guard or something. It seems like those copper gutters or any of the half-round ones, uh, over time they get filled up and need to be cleaned. That's true. Uh, And we do have, uh, for the seamless, we have two two products that we use for leaf protection. But even on the uh, half-round, there's uh, leaf protection, even on copper. Now, yes, it is a little bit more difficult. Uh, if you're doing it with a slate roof, it's definitely difficult. You have to go to a more of an old-fashioned style of using a screen, and that I really wouldn't recommend that. 
But if it's a shingle roof, you can, uh, there is products that uh, we've used for leaf protection on half round. Uh, and a lot of people always question, does half round work uh, with water flow? Actually, if you, if you install it properly, it works just as good, if not better, than uh, a traditional K-style gutter does. Well, and, and so our listeners know, I mean, there's there's a reason for the gutters. The gutters are saving you a lot of money. Yeah. They're catching the rain coming off of the roof, and we're trying to push that water away from the foundation as much as possible. Mm-hmm. If you have a crawl space, obviously, if you have a slab foundation, watering the foundation is not necessarily a bad idea. Not ne- no? not to the, Well, not to that volume. Okay. Okay. Um, but with with crawl spaces, for example, you want you want water to be moved away from the house as much as possible, so it doesn't get up underneath your house and cause all kinds of damage. There's French drain around my house, dug all over. That's good. It's got to be about twenty five feet, and it ends up at a big massive cement drain back at the corner of the property. Should everybody have that? It would be nice if everybody had that. That's 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 a lot of money. Um, yeah. And if it can be done, that is how you do it correctly. Yes, really? that's right. Well, and sometimes, first of all, the question, you just simply say, how can I keep the water away from my house? Right. And so a swale, before a French drain, if you just have a swale, which is oh, a boy. shallow ditch. All right, hold on, Stephen. Carries the money. Stephen, we're running out of time, and now we do vocabulary. And the more vocabulary you use, the less I understand. But that's all right. We'll find out what a swale is coming up in just a little bit. You're listening to Making Your Home Great. FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF, News Talk, Traffic, and Making Your Home Great, Saturdays at 2. Please do call us up. If you're planning a project of any type, 919-860-9783. You want advice about your roof? We've got Derwin Manus of Roof Works. It's got roof in the title. Call him now. If you've got a question, go ahead. Uh, by the way, if you want to go to roofworks.com, in order to get the company name unique, I'm guessing this, you had to misspell the word works. <laughs> Roof, R-O-O-F-W-E-R-K-S. Also with us, Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture. By the way, next week it's Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting and Eddie Casanave of Distinctive Remodeling. Uh, gentlemen, I'm having a conversation about gutters with my wife. She wants black gutters. Are people going to different colored gutters now? Uh, different colored gutters are real popular. Really? Yeah. How, and the other question is, because we've got the downspouts now come down at exactly where the posts are to hold up the tiny roof for the porch, right? So, so the downspouts just kind of blend in with the white. Right. The, the porch is painted. Now I got. I never imagined having this question. <laughs> should, should I get black downspouts to match the the black gutters? That's a wife question. There, I, I, is I it think really? it is. I do. I feel pretty strongly. Right. You should ask her. How do I choose how many downspouts, or can I choose how many downspouts are going to go in front of my house? Well, the rule of thumb is. You know, we're always going to 
look at it and we're going to say what the footage is, what the pitch of the roof is, yeah, how much area we're talking about. But the easy solution is if it's going more than 30, 32 feet, we're putting a downspout per that run. Yeah. And then obviously if it's just one short area, always you're having a downspout for it. Sure. Yeah. But we want to put downspouts to – I was asking Brock during the commercial – uh, you know, because he he is the expert on water intrusion coming in <laughs> and uh, yeah. in basements and crawl spaces, and uh, asking him about that, does he have problems with it? And he says, yeah, he sees a lot of times where downspouts are put in the wrong place, where they're just sending water right into crawl spaces and to basements, and and that's what we try to avoid, and we try to you know try to educate homeowners and say we're putting it here to take water away. From your, you know, to make it the natural where the land is flowing and taking it away from the house. And the downspout should always at the bottom connect to something that carries the water at least five feet away, but far enough away from the house that is running downhill away from the house. So that little cement thing that I can buy at the hardware store is not enough because it's only about not, three not feet. Not if the Two feet. ground then captures all the water right there and allows it to go in your crawl space. Yeah, to to address Stephen's uh, point, actually, so and, and, and Derwin's as well, a lot of the time I run into gutters that have a downspout that dumps right there at the corner of the foundation. Yeah. Well, you think you have gutters on it, and you think that little elbow at the bottom is pushing water away. In yeah. fact, you're really oversaturating your foundation wall. And most of the time, that's where I find water coming in. So to address Stephen's point, those little extenders that you can buy down at Home Depot and Lowe's for, yeah. you know, $15, $20, not very expensive, if you could not at the time afford to bury your downspouts, which would actually take the water underneath the ground and, and spit it out somewhere in your yard. Right. If you couldn't do that, you can put those little extenders on the the bottom of your downspouts, right. push the water an extra four or five feet away from the foundation. It's a cheap thing, but it can save you thousands and thousands of dollars worth of damage. What do we? What does it look like? Is it? It's not that black accordion style yeah. they're bits essentially plastic they're not expensive at all they just pop right on the end of the downspout and it could lay across your grass okay as yeah. long as the water is yeah, getting yeah. pushed away i'm gonna run it all the way to my neighbor's property <laughs> i see that a lot <laughs> do you really i sure do no yeah. yes i do i make up stupid things and other people have already thought of it that's excellent Stephen. talk to me about uh your latest projects. Talk to me about it. Tell me a story about what you're doing lately. Oh, boy. Uh, the latest one is I've been working with this couple for a couple of years. Yeah. Trying to find the perfect house. And we have finally identified one. Uh, you know, and it's just, again, the question of what can we do? Oh, Oh, I've got another one. I'm yeah. doing a master bath for our couple. Right. And once you say we're going to remove it and start new, it's, okay, what are your dreams? What is, so the lady, you know, has a bunch of pictures about what she wants, and it's how did we achieve this? In this case, she really likes arches. Yeah. And she really likes little round windows. Okay, and she wants to live in a submarine. Windows. 
Uh, yes, or a very picturesque uh, Spanish or style huh. house. Okay. And how do you do that? And at the same time, bringing a lot of light. Yeah. Because almost all bathrooms don't have enough light in them. And in the morning, when you wake up, you want to walk into your bathroom and it'd be bright. Say, good morning. Yeah. Uh, That's how I want my bathroom. That is not how my wife wants the bathroom. I want it totally dark. She she yeah. goes in in pitch black. <laughs> and, and when... <laughs> You're right. It is a, See, it is a choice. I want the bedroom. <laughs> you want the bedroom totally dark? Dark. Yep. Until I'm awake. But when you <laughs> step into the bathroom, it's now I'm ready for sunshine. <laughs> and, and I think it actually makes you feel better and gives you a lift first thing in the morning. Well, our, our listeners really do need to go to stephenclipparchitecture.com. Yep. He has a wonderful gallery of photos of some of the projects that he, he's worked on here in the Metroplex. I mean, uh, Chapel Hill and, and Governor's Club over there in uh, the Oaks in Chapel Hill. So really advise our listeners to, to reach out to him, look at his website, and look at what he can bring to the table. And I'm doing uh, a big house in North Raleigh. Uh, I do a lot of work in Hillsboro, in the historic district. Yep. Uh, in fact, I've got the only, in the manual for the historic district in Hillsboro, the only house featured in there is one of mine. Good for you. Good for you. StephenClipArchitecture.com. Stephen is with a V. Clip is with two Ps. StephenClipArchitecture.com. You Google him and you can't go wrong, as long as you don't end up with a son who's also an architect. In California, uh, Derwin <laughs> Derwin Manus is here. No, he's good too. He's good too, but I'm not going to hire him. I get. I bet you his fee to come out here and, and look at a house is bigger than a hundred bucks. Well, I'm he would ki- subcontract to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love I'm it. I'm doing a project in uh, California right now. Good. Where he's doing the field work for me. Very good. Very good. Um, Derwin Manus, Derwin Manus of Roofworks, and uh, tell me a story about what you're doing now. You got a you got a roof uh, being done right now while well, we're sitting here. Yeah, actually, uh, we're doing. Um, well, we just finished a really good project down in Newburn. Yeah, finished the federal courthouse. Ooh, really? And that was a really uh, in. Very exciting job for us. We had what, to, what kind of roof did it have? It wasn't a flat roof. Well, it was slate and copper. Wow. And, we did, and so when you go over the bridge there at Newburn, you look to your left. If you're going 70, go over the bridge, you look to the left. Yeah. You know, the copper dome. We redid that dome. Oof. So. Now, now, my question is, copper, we all know it's a penny. Okay? A penny <laughs> is made out of copper. That's right. But old pennies age. The Statue of Liberty is copper. She ages. Patinas. Okay, she's with a patina. When you put copper on a roof, do you somehow treat it so it doesn't age? Uh, you can treat copper. You know, some people like, for instance, we do a lot of bay windows on houses. People like accents. Yeah, uh, they may have bay windows, or they may have like a. a returns and that are metal and they want them to or they may have them that are shingle and they want to put metal we do yeah. a lot of accents on houses 
and they want copper on it. And some people like the fresh look of copper, that raw, you know, copper look. And they want it to stay shiny. Right. Me personally, I don't. I like copper to age. Yeah. But uh, they want it to stay that way. You can put a treatment on it, almost like I call it shellac. Right. Sure. And, and it stays that way. So you you put that on it initially. You know, you can't. You have to wear gloves. You can't get any fingerprints on it. The oils from your hand, the yeah. oil from your hands, will start turning that copper immediately. So you have to treat it, and that it will stay shiny. But now, then I can touch it. Then you can touch it once it dries, <laughs> and everything in it will stay that bright, shiny copper. But uh, if you want, and then some people will tell us immediately, I don't like it shiny. I want it to turn immediately. So then you can put stuff on it to try to make it turn. Help it age a little. little. I tell them, just let my guys get up there and sweat a lot on it. (laughs) (laughs) It'll do it naturally. (laughs) That's right. Let's put it on in 90 degree heat and it'll happen real quick. But I'm, I'm stunned at that. The idea you can choose. Right? Yeah. Uh, I guess I would be the kind of person I'd want it to look the right way, like like copper. Well, if you're putting in copper, you want it to stay copper. What? You want it to stay copper. I want it to stay copper color. Well, you can buy metal uh, that's not copper that right. has a copper look to it, too. Oh, I can? Yeah. The roof is one of the few items in the house that, if you improve, help to add value. Okay, uh, there's a there's a big value difference between a, a three tab shingle and a standing seam metal roof, for example. A lot of these high end roofs you can see up in Northern Cary, and we were talking about this earlier on the show, have exposed copper valleys. I mean, that's a very high end roof, uh, and it can add a lot of value to the property. But it's but it's an item. That you got a budget for. I mean, it's not sure a cheap. Do. It's not a cheap thing to do. It's copper, so no, it's not not very cheap. It's not, but a lot of you know, we talk about it all the time. Of course, it's it's the business that I'm in. But yeah. a lot of people, when they go, especially if they're building a, you know, starting from scratch, building a house, and they're budgeting for it, this new house. Yeah. And they they spend a lot of money, let's say, on granite countertops. Yeah. And they think how much that cost square footage-wise, but then they they look at the roof and they think that roof is protecting everything below. It's it's protecting all that stuff that they're spending for inside, the hardwoods, the kitchen cabinets, right. the nice uh, bathrooms and, and everything, that, the staircase. And if you don't have a really good quality roof, then you're in trouble. Yeah. Well, I've got when I talk to people, one of the most effective upgrades you can do, and Dave, anytime you replace your roof, step up a grade with the quality of the roof. Right. So always go to the architectural shingle or to the more expensive shingle because it really isn't much more expensive, but when you go to sell the house, Mm-hmm. Uh, from the street, your house is perceived as being a higher quality house. And yeah. you go down the street, you look at houses, and the ones that have the unimpressive roofs, the, the you know the basic shingles on them, yeah, they're not. The whole house is perceived as being built to a lesser quality. 
Well, let me just tell you that anybody in my neighborhood that doesn't have a new roof has an unimpressive insurance company. That's right. <laughs> because we, we've had two major storms. And I, I want to ask Derwin about this because there was one major storm with hail. And this was months and months ago. And the insurance company turned me down. This is, we're gonna, I'm going to tell that whole story very shortly in just a moment. Derwin Manus from RoofWorks is here. Stephen Clip from Stephen Clip Architecture. And, and of course, we, we've got Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. This is Making Your Home Great on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. This is Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Dave Alexander along with Brock Emmons, Brock of Triangle Radiant Barrier. And on next week's show, we're going to welcome uh, Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting and Eddie Casanave of Distinctive Remodeling. They call him the Kitchen Casanova. We're going to get the song Blame It on the Bossa Nova to introduce him next week. Because every time I hear about him, I hear that song in my head. Um, in studio is Derwin Manus of RoofWorks. And we also are hearing from Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture on the phone. Halfway through a story, we took a break. Basically, my insurance company t- turned me down, though a roofing company said, no, it's clear you were hit by hail. Uh, what argument could I have had at that point? Well, we've we've dealt with that ourselves. We've gone out and we've uh, inspected roofs and had clear damage, yeah. in our opinion. Yeah. And a lot of it is up to the adjuster, and, and sometimes the adjuster totally disagrees. They look at it and they say, in our opinion, it's not damage or not significant damage or it doesn't meet the criteria yeah. of what – our company is saying and that truly uh is what happens in in certain situations but um typically if it meets the hague report for for hail and it says it's got enough hail damage within a certain square footage you know 100 square feet and we mark it we don't run into that problem you know we don't we don't get the blowback i guess you would say but um, you know, I'm, I would always tell a homeowner to, uh, go higher, you know, <laughs> and, and, and say, you know, I would want oh, a second yeah. opinion now, if, what if, if we truly felt that way. What, what if, what if the customer has uh, storm damage or, or leaking skylights? Is that something that you guys are able to help with? I mean, what if there's no storm damage and their skylight is just leaking? Yeah, definitely. We're we're a five star Velux installer, uh, certified Velux, and uh, we're there's only two in this area, and people run from skylights. Roofers run from skylights. Uh, that's something we don't, uh, and that's something if people are listening out there, uh, Velux makes a great skylight, and skylights can be a a major addition to your home. We do cut-ins, you know, where there, you don't have a skylight. We can cut a skylight in, and it's like a, a very low-cost remodel That's to, right. to a house. You know, you can add 
natural daylight, venting skylights with solar blinds, solar-powered venting skylights. Some real nice uh, products are out there. As far as leaking skylights, uh, they leak one or two ways. They're either leaking because the seal is broke on the skylight or they're leaking because they're poorly flashed. And, you know, that's a, a, a easy solve, you know, for us when we go out. I have to say that, first of all, putting a skylight in is one of my favorite instant pickups. Yeah, right yeah. And uh, do it every chance I get. Uh, Velux is about the only player in the market now, and I haven't had a problem with the skylight in a couple decades. It is, as I agree, that if they're installed properly, if a skylight leaks, it's because it wasn't installed properly. That's right. That's true. And I like the idea that there might be a way to open the blinds on it. You know, some people have a skylight, and there's no control over the light. So on a bright, sunny day, and maybe you want a little little bit of shade, you can't do it. You can install something that's... power blind for your skylight. Yeah, you can have a remote control and just, you can control it. You can have it halfway, you can have it full. Yeah, and they're not even that expensive. Can I put it on a timer? Uh, I think you actually can put it on a timer. If you get yes, the you can. upgrade. That's, yeah. you know, another $100. Yeah. Oh, that's worth it. Worth it. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they, they, they have a wide variety and even they uh, offer the sun tunnels like if you've got a walk-in closet and you want to add daylight to that or you got a hallway that you need to add daylight in those are real nice features i mean when you say sun tunnel i'm guessing it comes out like a you know some sort of circular some cylindrical light source it basically is you know uh the cylinder comes down in the attic space and then and then you know you just got the uh it's just like a light yeah. would be a, a opening um, in the and ceiling, and it just it, adds natural light. It does the light. job to put light in, but I've really found them to be not satisfactory for anything other than just light. Right. Uh, and nowhere near what the skylight feels like. And the cost differential between them uh, often isn't that great. So anytime you can put a skylight, put a skylight. If you've got no choice, the Sun Tunnel or Solo Tube is uh, is another brand manufacturer. Solo Tube. Yeah, yeah. You're hearing from Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture, and if you are planning to buy a house, or if you are somebody who's looked at your own house and said, "I'm going to live here for a while," but I I got some problems here. I, I think this is too small, or, or I want to do something with the with the the bathroom or the kitchen. You, yeah, quite often. Uh, I was at, did a consult this week, and I think I found a half dozen ways that they could achieve what they were trying to achieve and spend less money. Right. I quite want often, you to when all you talk to is. The cabinet person, you get told a bunch of cabinets. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the first question is, what are you trying to achieve? And, okay, here are three different ways you can do it.
Stephen, thank you very much for being on the show today. Thank you. Keep this website in mind, stephenclipparchitecture.com. Derwin Maness, thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate your, your advice on this, and I want everybody to keep RoofWorks in mind because it's hurricane season. And as much as he doesn't want to crawl up on your roof. Well, and you want a local roofer when these storms come in. Exactly right. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Next week, Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting and Eddie Cassinet from Distinctive Remodeling on Making Your Home Great.